You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. I want to thank you for checking out this week's episode. Today, we have a very special guest. She's a friend of mine that I've known for a couple of years amazing singer and songwriter and she's got like her own jewelry line she's just a dope sweet person in general please welcome to the show Yvette Williams Yvette say what's up to the people please what's up everybody hey it's dope to have you on here I appreciate you doing the show with me absolutely yeah it's great to be able to see you and just connect with you again and you know check in well first off introduce yourself tell the people about who you are what you do and all that stuff outside of what I said, you know. Well, most people would know me as the former wife of Tone. Okay. Um, so that's actually what landed me here in San Diego. I was born and raised in Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I cut my teeth on singing in church, church baby, grew up in church. And then um, the late Reverend Milton Bronson asked me to join the Tommies. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I was one of the lead singers with the Tommies and traveled with them before marrying and moving here to San Diego. Right, right. Um, these days, as a single woman, I'm happily single, but I know I am wife material. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know my purpose, know my place, and know me as a person. So, um, But I, I am content in the state I am in. Yeah. And these days, I am a pro- program manager working for... Um, a telemedicine platform. So uh, the organization that I was formerly working uh, with, um, the founders gave me the program because they wanted to move to another passion project that they had. And so we found a company that our uh, missions lined up. And so whereas it was a nonprofit company, I am now part of a for-profit company, um, SkyMD. It's a telemedicine platform and we have several other uh, dermatology clinics, pathology lab, just an amazing organization, amazing CEO. You know, I, I love what I do. Um, I get to be creative. I'm fully supported by my um, CEOs. Matter of fact, I um, recently played around on uh, Premiere Rush, which would be like the baby brother to Premiere Pro, okay. and created a video, showed it to him. He's like, okay, we're going to put you over all content creation. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so that pushed me to really needing to learn how to fully edit. I can shoot, you know, video, but now I'll be able to edit and create the transitions and all that other fun stuff. So, yeah, life's good. That's what's up. I love that. And it's funny because I'm like, I've been a software engineer for about 20 something years. So I do pretty much anything in, in those regards. And then I've had to delve into some of the video editing and content stuff too, just with, you know, church funny and stuff like that. So that's dope. I need to check out Premiere. What is it called? Rush? Premiere Pro. Oh. So Premiere Rush is like the baby brother. So people that do like YouTube, right. um, Instagram would use Premiere Rush. Okay. Premiere Pro is Full on, like with all the bells and the whistles and the additional, you know, footage um, that you would need to kind of incorporate and create transitions between scenes. That's cool. That's what's up. But I was able to manipulate Premiere Rush to do what Premiere Pro does, but it was very limited in what I could do. So I am now um, being trained on it. Um, I go to C3 Church. And I'm uh, one of the main worship leaders there. And so I told them I wanted to learn Premiere Pro. And so they're training me. 
Okay. I'm volunteering and I'll be doing that and just bringing it back to the workplace and making it work for us there. That's yeah. dope. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So look, give a shout out to like your home church, if you will, like the church you came up in. Like you said, you came from Chicago. Uh, uh, what kind of church did you come up in? What was like your churchy experience and journey like? Yeah, my churchy journey was very interesting. Um, as a child, we came up the first probably eight years at Bethlehem Healing Temple in Chicago, 12 South Oakley Boulevard. I still remember the All address. Right. Yes. And then my parents uh, moved us out to the suburbs where I started going to Miracle Revival Center, uh, Bishop uh, Chambliss. And um, then I ventured out and ended up at St. James, where um, Willie James Campbell is the pastor. And then where I cut my teeth on praise and worship was at New Wine with Tom Bynum. You all would know him as Juanita Bynum's brother. The man was absolutely cutting edge Hmm. um, with praise and worship. As a matter of fact, um, Fred Hammond was uh, highly influenced by Tom. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And so um, him and Israel Hooten before Israel became Israel that we know today, used to come there all the time. Ron Canole. It was just a a great space and time for me to be. in. once I tasted of praise and worship, man, it was like a whole new world for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So then I was when when Tony and I got married, of course, we were members of his uh, dad, the late um, Anthony Charles Williams. One of my heroes, an amazing man. And uh, after that, I ended up at C3. Nice. I think I have a friend that goes there to C3. And that's like in, I want to say Mira Mesa. No, is it Mira Mesa? Yeah. Is that's that right? About, it's like Kearney Mesa. Kearney Mesa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. By, by all the good um, dim sum places. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> that, was, that was like, what about, I used to go, I'd be, I'd be around in that area for the dim sum. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what's up. Okay, so growing up in church, as uh-huh. we've covered, I know you have some hilarious stories, some crazy things you've seen, some funny things you've seen. Um, mm-hmm. What could you share with us as far as like a funny church story, crazy, interesting, weird, whatever you got? Well, I won't say the particular church. Say the um, church. I want people's names and addresses, Facebook pages. I want to protect the innocent and the guilty. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> No, yeah, it's but all good. But there was this one time at church, it was time for offering. You know, they had make you take that catwalk around the oh, building yeah. to give an offering. And um, I was walking behind a lady who lost her panties. Wait, what? They dropped what? around her ankles while she was walking. Not, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so not not the slip, which is which I've heard. Holes. No. And pants. Yeah, I know. It's, she probably was, you know, but yeah. Dropped Lord. her panty. How, how do you get a... Did she just step out of them and keep walking? I don't understand what happened. Once she kept herself from tripping and falling forward so we could see the kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the kingdom. Yes, yes. She stepped out of those bad boys, wrapped them up, but she made sure she didn't put them in the orphan basket. Well, praise God for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the deacons might have come looking for her if she did that. Now, you sister, <laughs> Now you bring me to another one, another story. Oh, we Lord. were at a guest church. Okay. And this was a Baptist church. And one of the sisters got happy. Mm. And the deacon came around, came around and grabbed her by both of her breasts and started saying, Praise him, sister. Praise him, sister. No. Like he was trying to... No. I said, Time to go. 
one See? finger up, out the door. <laughs> you know, okay, wait. <laughs> Who trained that deacon is what I want to know. Where did he get his training? From his pastor. Who was going <laughs> like a kid in the candy store. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you know, like, so, you know, in church, how they train the elder or whoever's laying hands on somebody, like the super respectful ones, like they'll have like, if, if, a, if a guy needs to lay hands on a woman, they'll have one of the evangelists come up and they put her, she'll put her hands on their belly or yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. And then he has to put his hand on her hand kind of thing. No, he just <sighs> took the liberties to praise him, sister praise, but he's just going right up and down with her. But did she stop? Like, okay. Turn around? Like, what are you he doing? Praising him. She... I guess he inspired her. Wow. Ah, wow. milk brings all the dickens in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Why, Lord? <laughs> That's right. terrible. The things that happen in the church. Yeah, it's always it's always interesting. I remember seeing <laughs> when you're talking about homegirl falling out. Or almost fallen and showing everybody the kingdom. I remember a friend of mine was dude. I used to. Um, he was a preacher, prominent preacher on L.A., and he do revivals and stuff like that. Um, a younger guy, you know. Uh, and so every time there was a revival that he was running, you could, you know, count on various women being up there all at the altar, just you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And this one, she, she. <laughs> <laughs> she must have passed out with her legs spread. Like I'm like, what? <laughs> she passed out in front of, hit the and put her legs all out and up. And he was like, because he was telling us afterwards, yeah, man, y'all didn't see that. Her legs was all up. And I'm like, yeah, we saw it, <laughs> dude. Uh-huh. We know what we're doing. Yeah, that's well. me. And Come on now, you ain't that into the spirit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know yeah. of a pastor whose name will remain nameless who Praise told God. me that they would be up singing and there was a woman that would come every service and sit in one spot and would have her legs open so he could see up her skirt. So that's wow. where I get the king said, yeah, he could see the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently he had the keys to the kingdom if he wanted them. They weren't. <laughs> it wasn't if a secret. If he wanted them right, I was like, I'd be scared the dragon might come and <laughs> See? And, and look, you, it had to be more than one person up there so uh, several people could be looking at her at this bush. Apparently she didn't care. That's that's deep. She had her focus. He was her muse. That's unf- oh. And so now they're happily married. How many kids they got? Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was her plan. I mean, you'd think it would work out for her. Oh, that's unfortunate. We haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. Nah, I guess not. That's terrible and sad. Yep. That's crazy. Um. I'm sure somebody's going to be blessed by those stories. Now, I'll give you a funny story about me if you'd like. I'm not ashamed to tell my funny story. That sounds good. Let's let's go. (laughs) Uh, So, I I was up leading worship. And I left my Bible on on the podium. And when my pastor got up, he picked up, he said, whose Bible is this? And I was like, oh, that's mine. And he just opens it up. I had bills, notes, everything. Oh, and he's boy. opening it up. Oh, we got this. And he's put, and I run up to grab my Bible from him. And as I'm running up, my thigh high hits around my ankle in front of the whole church. Oh, wow. Everybody's eyes went down. I'm like, oh, my God, this didn't just happen. So oh. to any of the ladies out there, if you wear thigh highs, don't use any oil-based lotion. That's all. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> that's for the women folk. All right, that's for the women. And then don't sprint in the middle of service either. That's probably I'll sprint. I'll sprint. it. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have felt the thing coming down. I didn't feel I'm too focused on the word. The word. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Okay, as always, we're going to pause real quick and give you some brief announcements. And this is actually the announcement of all announcements. So bear with me just for a few minutes. Um, You know, Churchy Life was created to provide a digital platform for gospel and Christian entertainment. We want to stream um, on demand gospel concerts, new content, live shows, even like new concepts, new shows, sitcoms, docuseries all around churchy culture. And we need your help. So please go to churchylife.com slash go. And check out the campaign that we have. We're fundraising. We're trying to build this company. If you could help us, it would be great. We have a building fund. The building fund starts at only $3. And then there are other tiers, $20, $40. And it goes on up. Each tier has um, prizes and perks. You get uh, free beta access to the platform. And we're talking about on your smart TVs, on iOS, on Android, all your mobile devices, on your computer. Um, and you'll get early access to the platform see the shows you'll get free t-shirts free hats from churchy gear um free concert tickets vip access to those concerts all this really cool stuff that we're trying to do so please go to churchylife.com slash go we're trying to build something for the gospel community for the christian community um something that really focuses on black christian creatives with everything from music to comedy like i said live shows docuseries all kinds of cool stuff so again churchylife.com slash go Anything you can contribute helps um, from the smallest to the largest. Your prayers help, you know, keep us lifted up in prayer. Share what we're doing with your family and friends. Send them the campaign. If you don't, you know, have anything specifically to contribute, see if you know somebody who does, who loves the idea. Like, we love it, and we appreciate you so much. Remember, churchylife.com slash go, and you can contribute there. Thanks so much. God bless. All right, so we're going to do this next segment called the Holy Hot Seat. Oh, okay. And the Holy Hot Seat, yeah, that's right. It's where we hit you with some random okay. rapid-fire type of questions around holiness and sanctification. Okay. Yeah, that's right, and how much you really love the Lord. Oh, okay. You, re- you ready? I'm ready, yep. <laughs> you're, a little t- you're too excited. It's, it's, gonna, it's not going to be I- as deep as you think it's going to be. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, I know it's going to be funny, so I'm getting myself geared up and ready. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. Oh, you know, okay, the one I love asking everybody, and it's a two-part question. Okay. What was the best part and the worst part about growing up in church? The worst part about growing up in church was watching those women with no makeup on and those opaque cotton stockings knotted up around their knees. <laughs> and I, I literally, Damon, had... I looked at it for so long that I was like, I'm not, if I have to look like this to serve God, I'm not serving God. That I was like, funny. if you paint the barn, the tractor will come home. Wow. If you paint the barn, the amen, the mm-hmm. tractor will come home. That's a word. That's a word from God. Yep. We'd like, <laughs> it's a word. Then they try, the pretty women will come into church, you know, out of the world, made up and all pretty, and they looking at them. Mm, like they Satan spawn. It's like no, if you put some makeup on, you could be cute too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, it's that's always been one of the hangups at church: makeup and you know, yep. jewelry, all kinds of stuff. Wearing your hair a certain way, certain types of clothes. It has nothing to do with the actual relationship with God. So I'm glad yep. that a lot of churches are springing up where you know, same. We have a lot more freedom, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And the best part about growing up in church, I would have to be, I would have to say that it has given me a solid foundation to walk through life. Okay. Dope. That's the best part. Even though at times, to be honest, I actually at one point despised that I was, I grew up in church because I feel like I was institutionalized. Right. Yeah. I got you. But when I think on it, it's like, man, what if I hadn't? I was a mess on legs in the church, let alone mm. have out of the church all of my life. So yeah, the foundation. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a good point too. Like you said, it's the foundation. Um, I think we are all who have come up in church are a bit institutionalized and like kind of in this indoctrinated into, you know, certain ways and things and stuff outside of an actual relationship with God. It's just all these rules and regulations that just have to do with, you know, the denomination and their whatever they think um, that, you know, and it's good to be able to have freedom once we get older, but still have that Mm -hmm. foundation. So that's dope. I like it. Um, All right. So what's your favorite after church spot to eat? Ooh, True Food Kitchen. True Food. Oh, have I been to True Food? I don't know, but it's favorite is is that the one in mission valley like um fashion valley Valley. yes yes Uh fashion valley very clean yeah that rest whatever (laughs) the space that it's in has been i don't know how many restaurants you remember that restaurants it was bean crosby's yep yep yeah it was so many things but yeah true food kitchens that's cool that's what's up uh let's see besides the bible name one of your favorite books Ooh, one of my favorite books Oh, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of one that I read that I was really. Oh, I tell you what, it Michael was it Michael Pitt's book um, on breaking generational curses. Okay, Soul Ties. Yes, I think that was one of my favorite books to read. Liked it so much. No, it was a seducing spirit. I think because it it had a a rose with thorns and a serpent wrapped around the uh, the rose. And I remember liking it so much that I shared it with someone and never got the book back. No. Yeah. Yes. Breaking seducing spirits, I think is what it was called. Okay. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What's your favorite non-churchy pastime? People watching. People watching. Yes. Okay. I um my when my sister and I used to work together downtown Chicago at the Sears Tower. We would set our lunch time where we would go to lunch at the same time, and we would race to the Wendy's across the street and get this one corner seat where we were surrounded by windows and we would watch the people and we would um, make up stories about what they could potentially be talking about. And it was the funniest (laughs) stuff. That's funny. Yeah. I I just love people watching. And I think it has given me a strong uh, emotional intelligence. Like I really, I can read body language and tell you a lot about a person with their body language, but yeah, people watching. That's cool. Mm -hmm. You sound like you're a professional. You had the spot set up. Oh God. Yes. (laughs) And we'll give them give someone the stank eye if they were sitting there. Oh wow! Uh huh. That's funny. Yeah. So that's it. Thank you for uh, doing the show. It's been dope having you on here. I really appreciate you doing this. Oh, absolutely. Would love to do it again, and I will definitely uh, be hipping some folks up to you that aren't following you. All right. That's what's up. I love that. Uh, let everybody know where they can follow you on social media. Um, if you have any projects out you want to talk about, once again, I'm hoping you got some music coming out soon. Um, and that would be dope. But so let everybody know where they can find you and find yeah. your music or anything you got going on. Yeah, so they can follow me on Instagram at Yvette Talks. Y V as in Victor E T T E T A L K S. Um, on uh, follow me on my um my business page for my jewelry line. 
uh, taking risks. Started okay. out as a bracelet business, and now I do earrings and necklaces too. But that's T A K I N G W R I S T S. Um, same thing on Facebook. Um, you'll probably find me under Yvette Williams. Um, yeah. Oh, but I have five thousand friends and over six hundred, seven hundred waiting to get in. So you probably won't be able to get in there. So just oh. follow me on Instagram. Sorry, guys. It's <laughs> all good. All right, I'm gonna put. Um where everybody can connect with you in the show notes so they can click right over and find you easily. Um, okay. And yeah, that's it. It's been dope having you on here once again. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everybody again for checking out this week's episode. Yvette, this was so dope having you on here. I appreciate you. You know, I'd almost named the episode My Milkshake Brings All the Deacons to the Yard, but I didn't want, you know, the deacons sliding in your DMs and saying, what's up now, girl? So we didn't we didn't do that. We didn't want them invading your privacy. But we thank God for you. Appreciate you. Everybody remember to follow um, Churchy Life on all social media platforms and subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. Um, and lastly, again, churchylife.com slash go for the campaign we have going on. We're trying to build the platform and we need your help and we need your support. So churchylife.com slash go. Check it out there. And we are so appreciative. God bless.